This is What The Podcast with Cesar Rivera and special guest host Marina Parrick. We have a jam-packed show this week. Cardi B seems to be ruling the world, but will Nicki take back the crown? Is Beyonce's stepdad trying to hush Tiffany Haddish and send her to the sunken place? And Chloe's baby daddy seems to be keeping up with a new boo. Alrighty, welcome back, Marina. Hi. How are you? I feel like you're older and more mature this time. Oh, let me tell you, darling. I turned 25, meaning I have 75% left of my life. Um, and it was great. As you can see, I lost my voice. So sorry for sounding a little bit like a Caitlyn Jenner oh. type, um, you know, kind of situation going on. But yeah, I'm recovering. <laughs> you're all like, all right, buckaroos. <laughs> I'm like, listen, listen. Come on, kids. <laughs> Seriously, I should like sound like a lookalike. I mean, a sound alike because it's right there. And when you wake up in the morning, you look very much like Caitlyn. So mm-hmm. yeah, <laughs> shut up. I hate you. But oh, Caesar, I forgot. I haven't like spoken to you, but congrats again on your little um hot topic type thing at the jam. That was so cool. It was really exciting. Out of the blue, I want to shout out our mutual friend Gina Mackin for for setting that up. Um. I'm going to be honest. Uh, and the other one. You can make that that uh, extended R. I cannot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's You got it. It takes practice. You know, I blame <laughs> practice. Okay. No, I blame the fact that I'm Mexican and Puerto Rican. So um, while Puerto Ricans are fast talkers, Mexicans have lazy tongues. So I, I got a Mexican tongue. Got a borracho tongue. It's, it's like, otra siesta, por favor. <laughs> Oh my God. It's okay. We can't all be perfect. No, but it, it was a super fun opportunity. I almost said no because you know me and um, I'm a Virgo, hashtag Virgo, <laughs> September 14. And I don't know if you know Virgos. I know that you know Virgos. Oh, I know Virgos. And um, not only have I been with a Virgo, I've also... My dad is a Virgo and he's psycho. Yeah. I hear the August Virgos are more cray cray than September, but September, I mean, I'm a good example. <laughs> yeah. That, um, that we're insane. But so uh, I was given the opportunity and at first I was going to say no. Cause I was like, first of all, um, I don't have anything to wear. Mm-hmm. I, <laughs> I, I haven't seen Becky with the good hair, AKA Becky, is who cuts my hair and not just the lady Beyonce wanted to 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 be <laughs> up. And I haven't gone to the barber because it's a whole situation. You know, hair is Becky, eyebrows is Maureen, and beard is, um, well, it changes. It used to be Flaco, then it was Wero, and, <laughs> and right now is a guy named Johnny. You have like a Mr. Potato Head assembly line of all your body parts put together. Yeah. Exactly. I, I just need someone to do my eyes and my lips and then we're all done. <laughs> but I was like, no, screw it. I got I got a rep with the podcast for all seven of you listeners. So yeah. Yeah. And I was like, I'm not doing anything between six o'clock in the morning and 8 a.m. So yeah, sure. I'll do it. Oh, my God. It's that early. It, it was a double double whammy for me. Not only was it early, which I haven't done in a year, <laughs> like I wake up at noon and I'm just like, I'm ready for breakfast. Jesus. Uh-huh. But the other was it's live television. Right. Well, you seemed like really perky, like not really tired. So I'm like, oh, it must have been like around like a good like 1130. But you were good. You had like the quick jokes. Like, oh, they put my cousin up there. I was like, oh, okay. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. You know, there's one thing I can do. It's talk. 
Oh, that's that's the one thing. Yeah, I want to think. And you look cute though. Your whole outfit, you were you were on point. I don't know if you ever run into this, but like you think of, oh man, I need. I don't know what to wear. I don't know what to, you know. So you freak out and you go and you go and you buy. I went to like four stores looking for different stuff to shop for, because um, I always feel like I don't have clothing. And then I get home, I put on whatever I bought, and I was like, "Well, this looks like shit." Well, yeah, that's my thing. Is like you have a vision, and you're like, "Oh, I have a vision. I need to, I need to match this in my mind." And then when you put it together, it looks like ass. Yeah, it's. I don't know how these like bloggers like fashion people can be like i got this piece from this place and this place and then they put it together and it looks like that's how it was supposed to be worn that doesn't work for me yeah no never never me neither i literally have to when i shop i'm like where's the mannequin does it come in husky adult (laughs) i went back into my closet i found some things all i needed to do was buy the blue um button up shirt and everything else i already had so i was already a star i just didn't know it well you looked like a star for sure Thank you. Thank you. It was a random experience, though, because so like I told you, I had the segment they said uh, was going to start taping at like seven something. Oh, so they yeah. So they asked me to be there at I don't know if it was six thirty. Yes, I think I was asked to be there at six thirty. No. Oh, my God. Six, six forty. I, I went to Starbucks, got me a coffee because I needed it. And um as I was walking, I saw someone else coming and it was, we were the only two people on the street. It's, you know, six 40 in the morning. And I'm like, what, who, maybe that's another panelist. And when they're getting closer, I was just like, the one thing about this show, it's, um, you know, it's, it's a quick turnaround. Um, it's not like a huge production. So they tell you, you know, come camera ready, do, do all your stuff. You just come and, you know, you literally go straight to the stage. Right. So I'm looking and I'm like, Oh man, this chick she must have gotten her makeup done by like a fucking clown. Oh no. Cause she was looking like, like I could see her lashes from a mile away. Oh no. The bat wings. Bat, yeah. There are bat wings and she had like the longest ponytail in the world. Oh, um, and like glitter on the eyes. Oh. Yeah. Glitter in the eyes and like a bright yellow dress. And I'm like, Oh man. I'm glad I dressed up at least, you know? <laughs> oh my God. It gets closer. And then I realize, oh, she's not a her. Oh. It's a him. Oh. It's a him. Did they talk like me with my voice right now? <laughs> yes, yes. Actually, uh, his voice w- was a little, uh, you know, higher register. You know, I was like, did they did they get a, a switcheroo? Like, a you know, like one of those like Tinder fake out you know where you think you you got this lady and right right turns out it was a contestant for rupaul's drag race so it made sense yeah yeah it made sense but i was worried for them because i was like oh you know we've worked television uh enough times to know that Oof. you know you you book somebody and they come looking rough oh all the t- and the worst is when they're like i'm getting my makeup professionally done and they try to make that seem like it's like you know gonna calm me down but then i'm like oh they're probably gonna cake you up like looking like a pillsbury doughboy on stage yeah no 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 yeah they look they look like they got beat by every color in the fenty beauty palette I'm dead. <laughs> you know so that was that was kind of cool to like meet them at, um i think her name was you are oh you are but um no it was a super fun experience and i hope they they invite me again uh because you know right this is what i do 
I talk shit about people who are more successful than me. Exactly. And like Rufio, I mean, there was like the whole little, like you weren't with like, and he's like pretty well known in Chicago, like radio scene. Yeah. Rufio from Kiss FM. Um, not to be confused with Rufio from Hook. Rufio! Oh, yes. Different Rufio. Or maybe the same one. Um, but no, super cool guy. Shout outs to Rufio and Kiss FM. Um, and then there was, um, Nakia, who is a correspondent who does pretty well for herself in Chicago too. So it was, I was in good company. They were really, really awesome and made me feel super at home, especially Danielle, uh, the host. She was really, really awesome. Gorgeous. So little. Oh yeah. She's tiny. Yeah. You forget when you see people on TV that like the television makes them look bigger than they are, but she literally, um, fit in my pocket. So yeah, I had a super fun time. Um, if you guys want to see the interview, I believe you can go to WCIU.com slash the jam. And if you follow us, um, I'll put a link somewhere. Yeah, no, you need to. It was so good. So good. Enough about my, you know, a star is born moment. You know, I'm sure, you know, after this appearance, I'm no longer going to talk to basic people like you anymore <laughs> um, and move forward. So let's let's get these last couple of minutes together. Let's get it. So going back to your birthday. Happy birthday, by the way. Thank you. I love you. You know, it's so crazy to think you're only 25. You know, I know. And my, um, I have balloons above my desk that say 25. And everyone's like, are you 52? And I'm like, oh, suck my ass. <laughs> no, but it was good. It was like, so everything was unexpected. And then did you see the bet that I made? No, what's the bet? Talk about it. Because I saw the post, but I, I didn't get the reference. <sighs> okay. Well, <clears throat> the Wikipedia version is um, I am in charge of this segment on my show where um, I find people to ask, you know, Steve a question, Mr. Harvey a question. And um, a lot of times they catfish me and they'll send me like a supermodel photo of themselves. And then they roll up here and they look like Shrek and or Fiona, whoever you want to do it. And so... I have to show him these photos every morning because I brief him and he's all he always tries it and he's like, Oh, this motherfucker ain't gonna look nothing like that. She gonna look nothing like that. She gonna look like a robber if her name is Roberta. Like he always has the most jokes. And this one girl I had on, I knew she was beautiful because she's she, you know, was really popping on social media when I ended up following her after she wrote in, and I knew she was beautiful. I never met her, but I thought I'm like, no, she has to be pretty. And so he's like making fun of her yesterday and I took out my hand and I'm like, I bet you money she's going to look great. And he can never walk away from a bet. So he's like, oh, you want to bet? All right, cool. Like I'll bet. He's like, how much you want to bet? I'm like, I'll bet you $5,000. And I was hoping for that, but um, it ended up being a bet of like, okay, if you're right, Marina, and she's pretty, I will give you a dinner to wherever you want. And I've been wanting to go to Craig's, a restaurant in West Hollywood. Um that Kim Ye goes to and like all these celebrities. And so I wanted to go there and he's like, but if you lose, you have to participate on this segment that we do on the show called what would you do for? And it's like, um, you do like a stupid prank, like put whipped cream all over your face and dip your head in M&Ms. Like it's stupid stuff like that. Like kind of embarrassing thing. So I'm like, all right, cool. And I was freaking out because it was a risk I was taking because I did not see this girl in person. And then when I went downstairs, thank God she was pretty. I won the bet. The dinner was there, paid for with all my girlfriends. And I ended up seeing Orlando Bloom walking out of the bathroom. <laughs> so he was like half my size, but it was a great birthday and I won the bet. So I made sure to post that everywhere on social media because it's not so much of the money. You know, I'd be happy if I won a chicken nugget. It's more of the principle of, of winning. 
of winning somebody was so confident that I was luge. How much how much was the the dinner? You know, it wasn't as bad as I thought. We didn't really go that crazy um because the only um the only open time slot was 5:30 that oh. <laughs> they could give me and my friends, my best friends that came in from Chicago and so they just had brunch like 2 hours before. So I'm like it's fine guys, like we'll just go there and like force ourselves to eat. So it was only like 300 something. So it wasn't crazy for four people. It was not crazy. Damn. I should have been there. I would have been like doggy bags for days, please. Oh my God. I know. So I was like, oh, maybe next time. But there will be another bet in my future because now he can't walk away. Like, well, yeah. I'm 25 going on old age. I cry. It's like, what is it called? Over the hill? I don't think it took 25 for you to be over the hill, but we'll have that conversation offline. <laughs> But yes, thank you. Yes, yes. I'm going to stop coming for you and I'm going to switch gears to our topics. Let's do it. Let's do this, beach. Ladies and gentlemen, Cardi B. Cardi B is winning. I am, I'm so proud that I could cry. Right? Like out of all of the love and hip hop ratchet hoes, you know, because we've been given many, dozens. She's the one who stood up and said, I'm going to be somebody. Yeah. Who would have thought Cardi? Cardi would have risen from the ashes. And done something. I mean, she, I think she was only on the show for a couple seasons and branched off. And I say, you're only as good as a team that you surround yourself with. And mm. man, oh man, did she pick good, you know? Yeah, seriously. And she's only 25. Yeah. But congratulations are in order because this Saturday night, not only did she perform and was a special guest um, musician, uh, she debuted her baby bump, which we, I mean, come on. We knew it was the worst kept secret. It was just as bad as Kylie Jenner. But at least Kylie Jenner did a better job. Yeah, yeah. She even said she, she because she said on Fallon that she wanted to hide it the whole time and then started getting too hard with paparazzi. So she's like, I just said, why not? And let me just let it out. But yeah, it was be- I like the reveal though. It was kind of messed up though. Because when you think about the reveal, uh, you know, Beyonce did her reveal at the VMAs and that was a major moment, right? When she had Blue and she was singing mm-hmm. Love on Top. You know, which is basically a romantic song, throwback, you know, kind of like the Motown days where she said, you know, you put my love on top, baby, you're the one that I want, baby, you're the one that I need. And then boom, drops the mic and veils baby bump. But it's kind of tragic how Cardi did it. Like, obviously, like, congrats to her for using that platform. But the song was called Be Careful With Me. It's a song about her man cheating on her. And she's saying, be careful with me. And then you reveal that she's fragile because she has a baby. Right. I know. And like, didn't I like the look of like the old school mic in her hands and her claws and the little done up do and the white gown. But it was kind of like an oxymoron. Like, you don't love me. You like you cheat on me with these hoes. And surprise, here's my fetus. I got pregnant. Ow. <laughs> But we think we might be closer to even knowing the gender, right? Yes. I'm so excited. My little baby. I know I was going to be an aunt, right? But I didn't know if it was a niece or a nephew. Then Hennessy cracked the code and she posted 
that she she kept saying, I can't wait for you to take care of her and use all these like feminine pronouns on this long caption, kind of like after SNL, like, you know, congrats to Cardi and to her sister. And yeah, basically revealed that it was going to be a girl. And then I guess everyone was in the comments like, oh, my God, is it a girl? Is it a girl? And like a bunch of like pink hearts, pink flowers, this and that. Um, and then she like edited the caption to just be the baby and just be very neutral. Since we're on the topic of baby, we wanted to suggest a couple baby names to Cardi B and Offset. Um, and hopefully they would actually pay attention to us, unlike Kylie and um, what's his name? Travi. Travis. Yeah, Travis Scott. I was about to say Tyga. <laughs> All righty. So we're just going to go rapid fire, give them a couple name options. Uh, you want to take the first one? Yeah. So, I mean, you know, she's a Bacardi, Cardi B. You got... Hennessy. So maybe, you know, if you go down the line, down the aisle deeper in CVS, you might name her Fire B for Fireball. Little baby girl. Oh, I like that. I liked it. Um, another drink, you know, that is safe with the bloods uh, would be hypnotic. You know, there's no C in it. And um, I'm almost positive it was hypnotic that um, sponsored that baby. Um, moving on, um, in, you know, odes, she can't be amigo, but maybe for a girl, amiga, that would be cute. Mm -hmm. And she has a little Latina in her. So it makes perfect sense. Her abuelita will be able to pronounce that name. Yes, 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 yes. So that'd be cute. Yes. And you know, we don't want to leave offset behind. Um, so we decided to, to mix a little Cardi with offset Bronx set. You know, she's from the Bronx offset set. Bronx set. Bronx set. So cute. Um, and last but not least, this one I think, I don't know, this sounds like a winner to me. Um, Nova, which sounds like a chic Kardashian name, but really it's an ode to Fashion Nova. Yeah, I think that's the winner. That's my favorite. That's my favorite too, I think. I love it. And while on the topic of Fashion Nova, Cardi B just dropped another bomb. She is designing her own fashion line. For Fashion Nova. So literally, she revealed her baby bump, her fashion line, and her album in like the span of like 72 hours. Insane. Yeah. Let's rewind though. Let's rewind for the greater majority of, of our audience because I, <laughs> I follow everything and everyone. So I know what Fashion Nova is, especially because of Cardi B. But let's give people an edumacation of what fashion nova is yes so you know for the girls who don't want to really spend money um but they like a good ratchet club outfit or you want a new pair of jeans but you know you want your booty to look good it's basically just really cheap really great clothes um and it's definitely all like mass produced from china or god knows where but um yeah it comes really fast they have great deals and literally everything uh but cardi's been like a free spokesperson for if you scroll down to like beginning videos of her she'll be like my shoes are gucci for three grand and my jeans twenty dollars bitch from fashion nova and she'll do like a whole little spin around but i have a lot of staple pieces yeah like i said from there and they're amazing <laughs> yeah fashion nova is the online equivalent of that one little store like in the strip mall you know in the corner that has just the mannequin body like the bottom parts you know, with the like crazy looking leggings yes. and everything looks like a little like 
too pooled. So if you wear it and you're a big girl, you will see through it. Yes. I call it like the present day um, wet seal, a digital wet seal, if you remember that. She's staying true to the brand. She knows that she is a hood girl that's in Gucci rap right now, but she wasn't always able to afford that. So good for you, Cardi. I can't wait to see what your fashion overline looks like. But in reality, I can't wait and I could care less. But there's, I, I see Marina already refreshing that fashion over button. Oh, I got my um notification post notifications on for that. So just wait. Yes. Does Fashion Nova have a, have an app yet? Um, no. They. I don't think. I don't believe they have an app. Or if they do, I'm so behind. But I definitely got an Instagram <laughs> and um. Every, but everybody, I feel like this was kind of like she alluded to this because in her new the Bardier Cardi music video with Twenty One Savage, like there was Fashion Nova like uh, product placement and like wording throughout the whole video. Like they must have paid for the whole. Oh, I didn't know that. I didn't notice. I didn't really watch the video video. I just saw the screenshots you sent me of her baby bump. Yes, yes, yes. I did send you that. No, but it was so obvious. Like it'd be like a DJ, the DJ booth and like on the railing of his booth, it said fashion over with like the logo. And I'm like, really? Really? I I wouldn't be surprised if in that music video, there are a couple of pieces that that we have yet to discover. Yeah, I hope so. Because it was like a 50s themed video. So I feel like it's gonna I feel like it's gonna do good though, because Fashion Nova is definitely like one type of like look, like an Instagram thought look. But I feel like Cardi's like, you know, she likes like high-end fashion. Like like you said, like she got a little taste of that with but still knowing her hood roots. So I feel like it's gonna be a good blend of like it's like, you know, when HM does like uh Alexander Wang collab, like something like that, like, you know. A good in between. But just thoughtier. Thoughtier, yeah. Titties out, toes out, all that. Cardi represents Fashion Nova because she loves the way they fit on her big ass. But I just read an article recently that just dropped that reveals that um, Cardi B is not 100% real in the derriere section. So they don't particularly say where it happened, but they said underground. So I can only, uh, yeah, it had to be like someone's room or a hotel. But for $800, she got a butt enhancement at the age of 21 because she wanted to make more money as a stripper um, because she didn't have enough meat on her body. She couldn't go for liposuction to transfer the fat to her backside because she was too skinny. So instead, she had a woman inject fillers into her butt area. This, this sounds terrible. She says, they don't numb your ass with anything. And she said, it was the craziest pain ever. It felt like I was going to pass out. I felt a little day dizzy and it leaks for like five days. Oh my God. Well, you know, we just had um, Kay Michelle on as a guest and uh, on where I work. And um, she was basically talking about how it's so sad because yeah. she just got all of hers removed. Um, and she said that it costs like what like $800 or however much Cardi spent to like get them but then like to remove them it costs like 30 grand 40 grand um and it can kill you like it messes up your whole life and your whole mood if you ever want to get any plastic surgery done period I say watch a season's worth of botched oh my god yeah right like it it prepares yourself for the possibilities um, if you are going with someone who says they can give you a deal. If a plastic surgeon is offering you a deal on any kind of cosmetic cosmetic surgery, I would walk away because I've never heard of a doctor being like, buy one, get two, or like a buy one, get one free heart transplant. <laughs> get rid of the cancer for half the price. You know, you, you don't hear that. So why would they offer you surgery 
for $800. So she said right. that she was actually one of the lucky ones because after going through that pain, and this just like lets you know how crazy women are when it comes to, to their looks and trying to, to keep up with these ridiculous standards. After she spent five days leaking from her first butt injection um, session, she admitted that she was going to go back for round two, but the lady who administered her injections was sent to jail because she had supposedly killed somebody or at least somebody died on her table. That is insane. And like, she, it's, I know that she has, she's like always been talking about how she has like fake boobs, but, um, cause she's like a little thin waist, but like, I always knew that her ass was fake, but I never, cause you could just tell looking at it. I feel like guys are more like naive and like jaded by like looking at like a fat ass i could tell in two seconds but i thought she was already public about it i never knew that she never like admitted or like came out about it ever speaking of cardi b's ass someone is coming for that ass and that someone is Nicki minaj who today dropped not one but two dose for your bilingual folks two new songs barbie tings and chun lee and I'm looking at the album artwork. Are you looking at it? Yep. I, I don't know how to feel. The Barbie Tings one. I think it's hideous and gross. I love, I love Chen Li. So for, for those of you guys who haven't seen it, and obviously um, audio is a hard, it's hard to look at sound waves and see what we're looking at. But no, Barbie Tings, it, it, she looks like she's in Gone, Gone with the Wind. So she has like the big like hoop dress um, with the... Mm. And like the George Washington curly hair pinned up. Yeah, but all black. And then there's four women behind her also in like this. I don't know what era Gone with the Wind is, but yeah, big dresses and like scary looking masks. Creepy. Almost like, yeah, like like uh, the movie The Strangers. I don't like this. This is like Civil, Civil War era. Yeah, it's, it's not good. Slash like Marie Antoinette. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I don't, I, I don't like... I like the typography, though. It's like very Barbie, cursive-y. The second one is Chun-Li, which she's wearing, what is this, a Fendi yes. uh, fur jacket with a Fendi. Fendi thong. She's got some New York, them bamboo triangle hoops on. Doranakas. Doranakas. She got um, in proper Chun-Li fashion. She got this like little kimono type, two Princess Leia buns, a little... Little Asian flair eyeliner. I think it's cute though. I like it. I like. I think she looks really good in the photo though. What do you think? Uh, I think that maybe this is a little racially insensitive. Yeah, oh, it, it definitely a thousand percent is because her her makeup, her eye makeup, uh, has the you know the quintessential Marina wing, yeah. but done in a very long um, fashion, almost to to simulate. Uh, uh smaller eye yeah uh, maybe to mimic uh asian culture yeah and you can even like the angle it's positioned at her eyes are like slanted like you know you can she's like trying to make them as small as possible if it didn't say Nicki minaj on it and it came out i would have thought this would be like a fendi ad featuring uh Karuchi. like yeah like an asian yeah. like an either an asian woman with like a crazy tan or a mixed um, Asian slash um, African-American woman. Right, right, right. And I feel like, obviously, yeah, she knew what she was doing with the whole vibe of the Chun-Li thing. So I'm definitely Team Cardi. 
And I feel like she is coming for her, but she, it's been like three, it's been exactly three years since she's released an album. What was her last single? I know she was also featured on Motorsport with Cardi B. Yes. Um, and the Migos. And allegedly, um, if you guys don't know, there's obviously the media is trying to pick Cardi B against Nicki Minaj, but I don't think Nicki Minaj has done anything to say otherwise. Um, on many instances, Cardi B has said that she is a huge fan of Nicki Minaj. She respects her hustle and obviously was featured on Motorsport with her. But allegedly, they never shot together in the music video. And I think it was like a Beats 1 interview with Cardi when they asked her about that situation and said, you know, this that would have been a great moment for you two to kind of like squash this beef that the media is creating. Why didn't you guys use that moment to be featured together? And in the interview, Cardi B said... I heard that she just, that she couldn't shoot that day. And just timing. I just heard that she couldn't shoot that day. People just made a lot of theories of everything. And it's just like, I already said she's an amazing artist. Yeah, scheduling thing. And then Nikki, even for Motorsport, said that she didn't, that Cardi wasn't originally supposed to be on that. So like, I, I, it's like, then it makes you think like, would she have done it if she knew Cardi was going to be on it? Like, it's a lot of shade. Yeah, I feel like for me, this beef is very reminiscent of Taylor Swift and Katy Perry. You know, yes. where Taylor Swift is not saying anything regarding how she feels about Katy, but yet she was the first to kind of like, obviously release um, Bad Blood. And then, and look what you made me do. She did a look that looked very much like Katy Perry, but holding a Grammy, which Katy doesn't have a Grammy yet. And, you know, in many instances, Katy has said like, I have no issues with her. I've tried to reach out. She hasn't tried to reach out to me. Like, I don't have beef. Like, don't right. come for me. So I feel like Nicki Minaj is using this uh, strategically to get attention to her, especially since Literally the moment Cardi B dropped Borek Yellow, it became all about Cardi and no one has heard from, from Nicki Minaj. So I think it's strategic and she is purposely releasing these two singles, what, not like a week after? Yeah, a week. Because her last, her last single, she released like three at the same time, but it was like March of 2017. So it's been over a year since she's like released music and it's been like over uh, way over a year that she's even tweeted and you know she kept like tweeting and erasing stuff and everyone's like what are you doing like people are like is she you know like the anticipation for it but um even i saw last weekend uh tmz got her and they're like is it true do you agree that you're the best rapper or the best female rapper because that's what birdman said um and she gave she didn't say anything but she just gave the thumbs up and kept walking with like a three mile long wig or weave whatever um she had on so yeah I think she definitely knows what the fuck she's doing. It feels like 50 Cent against Kanye. And it's just like, don't come for Kanye. 50, like, don't be petty. Yeah. But we shall see a week from now if um, any of those songs chart. I'm worried for her because the last, those singles that you talked about were, were like so bad for her. So bad. And it's like you had Drake on the song and Lil Wayne who like literally can like lift from the grave any song and it still sucked. We'll see if the barbs are here for it. What the f On to someone else who's having the most amazing year ever, Tiffany Haddish. <sighs> the glow up is real this year. But it looks like 
maybe she could be embellishing the truth a little bit. I can't believe this. I can't believe a comedian lied. I can't. I can't. Allegedly. Beyonce's stepdaddy, Richard Lawson, is joining the Who Bit Beyonce craze and is saying that Tiffany Haddish is making it all up. I can't. He said, listen, drop it. That's my suggestion. Drop it. It's just a bunch of crap. I think Tiffany just took advantage of a moment and tried to move the needle for her own thing. There's nothing to it. First Mm -mm. of all, uh, Richard is 71. So that, that tried to move the needle must be like an old person reference to something. I was even thinking like, is that like a telegraph? Like, or I don't even know what that like. Oh, or God. like a record. That was a fail. Yeah. Is it hypodermic needle? Like, is does this come from like the crack era? Right. But then I'm like, is it, even if it's like a lie detector test needle, like who says that? Yeah. Oh, that's a good. Re- Look at you. You've seen some cop movies. <laughs> you know, maybe I've had a lie detector on me one or twice, two or two times. <laughs> Every other day. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, but still, that was, that was horrible. I feel like there is no good man mm-hmm. surrounding Beyonce. Because her daddy was like a pu- publicity whore. Jay-Z cheated on her. Yeah, real daddy, fake daddy. This Mm-mm. sounds like maybe Richard Lawson is trying to get some attention for his new show. Because I don't know if any, if any of you guys knew, but her stepdaddy is an actor. Oh, Jesus. Yes, he's on a new legal drama, In Contempt, on... Mm. BT, so obviously it's gonna be great. Wow. Yeah, I think I think he's trying to hop on the bandwagon that was the Who Bit Beyonce case and is trying to get his two cents in there when Richard, were you there though? All right. I feel like he's definitely pulling a Nicki Minaj and trying to just make news of himself when there's nothing nothing has anything to do with you. Yeah, nothing. You know what your job is as um daddy Yonce? Just sit there. And shut up. Yeah, just watch. Watch what happened to your sperm. Oh, no. Oh, never mind. Never mind. He's not even a real dad. <laughs> no, no, no. But I see where you're going. Yes. Just but I'm excited for Tiffany to clap back because she seems like a hood-ass bitch that I feel like would just pounce on anybody trying to, like, call her. Cause then it, but it just seems weird to me because Chrissy Teigen said she knows who it is. She, like, verified that it's true. Exactly. Chrissy Teigen would not hop in on this situation without knowing the real tea and it's boiling in her hands. It's only a matter of time. But the crazy thing is the moment that the who bit Beyonce case hit, I was literally over here having my own American crime story. <laughs> I kid you not. I, I downloaded all the links. I was going on everyone's Instagrams looking. I was, I printed shit. I was putting it on the walls. I went to Michael's, bought some red yarn. Then I was like, damn, I don't have any thumbtacks. So then I went to Staples, mm-hmm. realized the Staples near me closed, went to Office mm. Max. But on the Googles, I put Office Depot. Guess what? Office Depot is closed. But I found the mm. Office Max. They didn't have red thumbtacks. But you can get them at the dollar store. The issue with the dollar store is, though, you get all the colors, so there weren't enough red. So I spent like $25 on thumbtacks just to get like Jesus Christ. Yes. I When I go in. Oh, when you're committed, you better. Don't get in my way. Yeah, just step the fuck aside. Just get me something to drink and chicken nuggets because that's my fuel for conspiracy theories. Yeah. So after I put everything together, I found out who did it. 
it was Sanaa Lathan. A hundred percent Sanaa Lathan. Hmm. Want to know why? Hmm. She was there that evening at the concert because she posted a video where she, I think in one of Jay-Z's new songs, he references her. So she posted the video, but then French Montana posted a video of Sanaa Lathan and she was looking disheveled. And in the video, she was just like, "Uh uh-uh, don't post it. I look a mess. Her hair was crazy. She looked like she had one too many. And if you guys know French Montana, uh, he he rolls hard. It's not just alcohol. I'm 100% sure it's not just alcohol with his crew. Oh, he's crazy as hell. When, you know, Tiffany explains the situation, Beyonce says, oh, she's beyond drunk. Like, it has to be, she has to be on drugs. Oh. You know, so it kind of makes sense. She was probably parting hard with Mr. Montana. So it had to be Sanaa Lathan because I have yet to see them interact in, in social media or on red carpets. And I feel like Sanaa Lathan, I've seen her in a lot of roles. She can be a bitch. And, you know, actresses pull from, from reality. So she was probably a mess and came for Tiffany. So yeah. I feel like well, I feel like the the world like squashed that beef. I mean, like, squashed the mystery, kind of. I mean, like you know, it's a very specific person to kind of. I feel like it happened kind of quickly, but now we're being told it would never happen, which I don't necessarily believe. I feel like he's just trying to put out the fire, but it's also like that fire was also kind of already put out, so you're just kind of rehashing something that we know did happen. Yeah, and then another thing too. Let's go back to the Tiffany Haddish photo that she posted at the event. It's a picture of Tiffany Haddish and Beyonce's only half of her face is shown. (gasps) Oh, you're thinking she got hurt. I'm thinking body language. She didn't want the other side of her cheek to be shown. And apparently that photograph was used to kind of uh, calm down the situation. Oh my God. So yeah, it's Sonali. Then I'm sorry, sweetie. I love you, but... Just own it. You bit Beyonce. So you think she bit her on her face? I think maybe it was like a cheek bite. Listen, I've been known one uh, a couple of times to have been inebriated and to bite a person. I think you've been bit. Yeah. I have also bitten people. And it's just like, you don't know your own strength when you have drunk teeth. Oh no. You got like Steve Harvey chompers at that point. Weekdays at two. (laughs) We could do it together. Not anymore. Wah, wah. <laughs> but yeah, like your mouth moves slow in your mind. You're like, oh my God, my teeth are like air. This is a little nibble. Mm. But, you know, it's perception versus reality. In real life, you're just going in like Jaws and being like, ar, 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 ar. Yeah. Richard Lawson, shame on you for trying to make Tiffany Haddish into a liar. Because think about it too. Tiffany Haddish is a new comedian. She isn't, she hasn't been here for a while mm. and she really doesn't have the platform to say things like this without them jeopardizing her opportunity. Because, you know, the A-list African-American community is very small. Right. And Beyonce and Jay-Z are like kings and queens in the court that is that world. Mm. So I don't think she would say a lie on Beyonce for a laugh. Like that costs a potential career. Right. And I just feel like at this point, from from the second that Chrissy Teigen said something, I feel like the only other person after Tiffany and Chrissy who can say anything in the situation is Beyonce. That's it. Like if it's not coming from her mouth of who got bit, then I'm sorry. 
just be quiet. So fuck you, Richard. Yeah, Richard. Yeah, Rich, you fucking loser. <laughs> Bye, Richard. <laughs> oh, God. Oh. Just make your own adaptation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, mine is more uh, Chris Jenner than Cardi B. Yeah, just Chris Jenner, like when she was doing karaoke. All right. So keeping it on Tiffany Haddish, can you believe she turned down one of the biggest movies of the year? I saw that. And no, I am not saying Black Panther. She was asked to audition for Get Out crazy yeah what people don't know is that um jordan peele who obviously wrote directed and that that's it <laughs> wrote and directed um uh, get out also wrote the movie keanu i believe he wrote it it was it was part of like the the key and peel um duo that did a movie called keanu and tiffany haddish was in the movie with them and I guess they got along so well that he wanted her to participate. I'm not really sure in what role. Because I'm trying to think of all the roles in the movie. And there was only one black female role in the whole movie, right? Yeah. The um, the grandma's soul, which was put into like the girl's girlfriend, who was a maid. There's a whole thing. Like she's like she is like three characters in her own. Basically, you know? the the one iconic role where she's just like, oh no, 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 no. I use that in so many responses to people texting me. I'll just send the lady's face. No, 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 no. That was the best. Yes. When people would be like, can you do me a favor? Cut to that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Could you stay an hour later at work? No, 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 no. No, 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 no. But yeah, it would have that really would have changed things. But yeah, allegedly she said no. Because in true Tiffany Hashin fashion, Haddish. I can't talk good. Hash and fashion. In true hash and fashion. It works. Fuck it. She said. Oh, man, look, I don't, I don't do scary movies, dog. That's, I don't do that. You know, that's demonized kind of stuff. I don't let that in my house. He's like, it's not really demons, man. I was like, uh, that's that's a white man trying to take people's souls out their body. <laughs> and opening up brains, that sounds like some demon stuff to me. I'm cool on that. I'll watch it in the daytime, but I'm not going to be in it. It makes sense, though, because it was kind of, like, eerie and creepy. Yeah, but, I mean, that would have been amazing, though, for her to have, like, this one moment that has become very iconic. You know, there's two moments in that movie that you will remember forever that I think will become part of cinematic history, mm -hmm. which is the moment he's sitting in the chair um, when the mom's putting him in the sunken place and he has that one singular tear. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You know, like, that's an iconic moment in the movie. And then the other one is... You know, that close up of the woman just saying no, but yeah. like her, she's just crying. Exactly. You know? So I'm interested to see if, if Tiffany Haddish had done it, would it have been like an amazing, like, actress moment for her where you're just like, oh shit, like in two minutes, she did this amazing role. And then, you know, in this other movie, she's like hilarious. Or would it have been like a parody of the movie itself? Right. Or was it like maybe like she, her part was cut out. Like I could see her being and get out the girlfriend of 
the the TSA best friend. Okay, yeah, being like an extra character, maybe. Yeah, maybe it was just cut out because I don't know. Maybe in, in an original draft, he had a sister. Mm-hmm. Yeah, something like that, where it's like, or maybe she was like a coworker, like at the you know for TSA. I don't know. I l- always love knowing like. Or that stuff. What was it like that? Um, Rihanna's umbrella was supposed to be given like Britney Spears at first. Yeah, and Toxic was originally given to Kylie Minogue, but she passed on it. I feel like everything really happens for a reason because all those people, like all those originally given to people, sound great. But I feel like the ones who ended up doing it, like killed it. Say la vie. Uh, Tiffany Haddish ain't hurting, but it begs a question. Tiffany Haddish is is definitely scared of horror movies and doesn't want to see them. What is your favorite scary movie? My favorite scary movie, I don't even know if it ever made like the big screen, but it's on Netflix called Hush, where she's like deaf and there's like a guy like coming into like, she's alone in the house. And I like that stuff because that stuff, I believe the ghosty stuff, not too much, but I believe that a motherfucker will be crazy enough. Oh my God. Yeah. My favorite scary movies growing up were always the ones where the killer was a person. So Literally, the one the one that fucked me up, um, for the most part, was <laughs> Scream. Oh. Because that was, like, for me, the first one where it was just, like, not only were the young people dying. I mean, they're always young people, right? But it was a young killer. Right. And it was someone that they know. And just, like, going one by one. Right. That messed me up. Like, literally, I remember seeing Scream 2 in the theaters. And when I left the movie, I was so freaked out that when I took a shower, I left the door open. Oh, my God. Yeah, I left the door open. I was like probably like eight or ten. By the way, I don't know why I was seeing the scary movie. Like I blame my sisters. Jesus. I went to see it with them. And I would like yell their names every couple of minutes just to make sure that they were someone there. Because, you know, it's like at first the, the thing about those movies is that you're in a room with lots of people, right? And then people move around and then you go into another room and then you're just like, bread, <laughs> Jessica, bread. Are you guys there? And then you hear like something fall and you're like, oh, fuck. You know? But- yeah. I'm like, get out. But they never know. They never know that this is their last moment. No, no. You know? And then you're just like, especially my favorite scream one, the opening scene where Drew Barrymore is in that house with like a billion windows. Oh, yes, 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 yes. Making the popcorn. Yes. I know what you're talking about. I don't know. I went the other day to go see that Truth or Dare movie, you know? Mm-hmm. It looks like baddish. Yeah, it w- it was pretty good. It, the ending was stupid, but um, it was, I don't know. It, it was good, but I was also not really buying it because it was more like, there's an ancient demon from Mexico and blah, blah, blah. That's who the killer is. And I'm like, oh, God. Of course, in Trump's America, the killer is a Mexican demon. Yep, in Tijuana too, in a church. There was a demon in the church. It was just a thing. In the Espiritu Santo, amen. Si, si, si. So, yeah. But, yeah, I don't know. Scary. I love scary movies, though. I love them. But Get Out was a perfect one. Well, Get Out for me wasn't really a scary movie, but it was more like reality. Yeah, yeah. You know, like a, like an altern- alternative reality situation, you know, where if science is there and people are fucked up, this is what's happening. Yeah. Which sidebar shit like that is happening. It's called uh, what is it? The black market. Uh, oh yeah, some kind of cult shit. I don't know. Well, no, no, no. What do they call it? Where it's um, human trafficking for like organs and shit. Yeah, that, like the, that's the black market. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, I yeah. don't know what I was watching. I went into one of those like YouTube holes 
you know, where you um, just start watching, watching things. I watched this clip of this woman. It was on Dr. Phil. Um, And she, I don't know if you heard the story, but I think it was like a year ago. This um, like Instagram hoe um, took a modeling thing, right? She went, it was somewhere in fucking Europe, Avi. You know, that's where you get taken. And she went, she got taken because they were going to sell her to the highest bidder. Um, the reason why they ended up letting her go was because she wasn't uh, a virgin. They found out after looking into her social media that she had a daughter. So having a kid saved her life. Oh, my God. Yeah. And then um, I guess they had some kind of compassion. But there's this whole community like on the dark web. And they have all these lists and there's like the things you can't do is, you know, take women with children, um, preferably virgins. And there's footage of not footage, but photos of her like passed out that she eventually found or, or found through whatever. I don't know how she found them, but of her knocked out that they put on the dark web where then people were paying to to have her. See, that is some and that's not that's just. That's the page out of a newspaper, not even like a horror movie script. That's crazy. No, that's real life. So yeah, that shit's terrifying to me. The the real life dark crazy people. Um, and I don't mean dark like African American, Latino, Asian. Like I mean <laughs> dark like twisted. Because don't put Trump's words in my mouth. Um, <laughs> but no, that's why those movies. Although it did f- fuck me up. Oh, it. Yeah, the old one. The new one. Oh, the new one too. Yeah, that one's scary. It was a little. I don't like clowns. A little creepy. I don't like no. clowns. No, 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 no. But yeah, so I, I'm gonna put it on our Instagram. But what's your favorite scary movie? Um, Caesar. It would not be a proper um, you know, Caesar Marina collaboration. If I did not bring up more Kardashian drama, we love the Kardashians. Love them. Love every crumb of them. But this one's actually not so good of news. Um, Tristan Thompson was spotted. This like the second time in the same week. Um, with this mystery girl uh, at the club, and then just a couple days ago on Tuesday, uh, he on the tenth was spotted at like five a.m. and she had like an overnight bag in her hands, and they were going back into his hotel room like right before sunrise. That's crazy. And if you guys aren't familiar, Tristan is being mentioned in a Kardashian corner because he is the father of Khloe Kardashian's unborn born. Who knows by the time this drops where the baby will right. be, but he is the baby daddy. And it's crazy that he's creeping around this week when Chloe's literally about to pop, gonna pop, pop in, popped. Yeah. She literally just posted a couple of days ago, a photo of them kissing Tristan holding her stomach. And it said, we are ready whenever you are little mama. And now he's walking in with the little mama in the hotel room. And let's just say he has a type. This girl is part of the hashtag. How is that booty sitting up there with no meat on them legs? <laughs> like she is a bug's life in real life. Oh my God. Seriously. And it's just like, if you know that your family, like you're marrying in or having a baby with such a prominent family that there are cameras everywhere. Like why? Why like the crunch time now? 
you know? It's crazy because I don't want to blanket statement this, right? Because people are probably going to be like, oh, that's you're racially profiling or you're you're picking a specific group. But ball players, athletes in general, are not no. faithful no. 80% of the time. And I'm going to say 80% over 90 because you have that 20%. You know, you have your um, uh, Russell uh, with uh, Sierra. Yes. Was it Russell Wilson? Yeah. Russell. You have Croy Bierman with um, Kim Zolciak, you know, who are just like all around seem to be up until this point, good guys. Um, I did mention football players, though, very different. Basketball players, on the other hand, though, are notoriously known to be like the rock stars of the athletic world. You know, they're Rolling Stones. They're in a new fucking city every night mm. playing ball. Mm. And it's just like, oh, court. Chloe, I get him confused. Chloe, you should have learned from Lamar. And 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 between Lamar, there was another guy, right? Well, she dated French Montana for like a hot second. Oh, you're thinking of the dude with the beard. Um, yes. She's just, just... But he's a football player. No, he's basketball too. Basketball too. He's... I forget his name. Although, allegedly, he says they never dated. Oh, shade. But it's also like, Chloe... Wasn't it when she met Tristan, he was having a baby with another girl. Like, his, like I don't know, girlfriend, wife... It's so messy. The thing uh, that I, I'm just going to lay some wisdom on on women. Uh, if he cheats on his woman to be with you, he's going to cheat on you to be with the next hoe. You're not special. You are not special. And it happens all the term. Right. All the, all the term. And this girl really is cute. I mean... Clearly her booty, like you said, doesn't match, but um, she's cute. But oh my God, I can't even imagine about to pop a kid out and like these photos emerge. Like literally, it's just so, it's just so sad. And it's not, it's not photos. It's video because he could be like, well, that's not me. No, no, bro. Right. That is you walking into the Soho, which is like not cheap. Right. Um, Obviously they're members. I wish I was a member. And you can see down to the fucking room. Like there's cameras pointed at the room and you can see her and him in the room, which is really sad. And it's really trifling. It's so sad. And I feel bad for, for Chloe. Cause I feel like out of all the sisters, she's the one romantically has been given the shitty end of the stick. Yes. You could tell she really, she's the one who wanted love and like a baby the most. I feel like. Yeah. But we also have to crunch the numbers. So Chloe is 33 mm. years old. Tristan is only 27. Oh, geez. I didn't even know that. Yeah. So 33 and 27. That doesn't sound like a lot, but think about it. You're 25. Right. Just add two years to that. Do you want to have kids? Like, do you see yourself having kids? Right. And it's like, they're really back to this girl. It's like, she's, she might try to like, as a woman, I know I've been there when you're like, well, maybe this happened. Like she was just going to pick something up at, you know, in the hotel lobby or something. But it's like the next day she, she came out wearing the same exact outfit that she went in to the hotel room the night before wearing with him. So it's just sad all around. Yeah. And I'm looking at photos, his ex baby mama, (laughs) Or still baby mama, but his his first baby mama mm-hmm. um, is also a big um, booty hoe, and I and, and I say that with love, big booty hoe. Like I don't mean right. she's actual hoe. I just mean like when you when you say the word big booty hoe, you're like oh big ass, right? Opposed to like she has a big derriere, 
you know, different big booty, big booty. Uh, so obviously he has a type of the kind of woman he likes, but this girl, his, his first baby mama looks a lot like the girl he's messing with now. Yeah. It's just like you lose him or you get him. Yeah. A thought is a thought. And listen, the only thing they're thinking about is the come up. Mm-hmm. Won't he do it? Won't he do it? So I'm interested to see how they try to back out of this one. Also, you already know, because I remember Chloe was saying that obviously she's having a girl and she's like, I don't know if I'm going to name it with a T or a K. So now, in my opinion, it's definitely going the K route because he's in the doghouse. Yeah, like she's prego, dude. But this isn't the first time we've seen this, like dudes messing with women while they're pregnant, mm-hmm. they're, especially their wives or, or baby mamas. It seems like, uh, especially when you're immature, the focus isn't on you. You go and look for attention. And it's easy for him, right? He's 27. He's not a bad looking dude. Uh, He's on a team. I can't tell you if he's a good player or a bad player, but I tell you what, these bitches, these bitches don't know. They don't know. They don't know. Cut to the meme of Chris Jenner with the two guns being like, give me a fucking minute while I figure out how to make money off of this. Oh my God. Yeah. Oh, she will figure something out too. Or she'll just take the gun and kill him. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, if they never shot Scott Disick, we know he was a garbage man for forever. True. So sad. Yes. I hope they figure it out. But you know what? I'm kind of excited because the last season of Keeping Up with the Kardashians was a little boring. Oh, so the spice is about to get rejuvenated today. Listen, I tell you, when you think that show is going to get canceled, they're like, uh-uh. Let us live our lives for one more minute. All right, everybody, that's it for this week. I hope you enjoyed the episode. Once again, I want to thank my special guest host, Marina Parrick, for joining us. Thank you, Cesar. It's always a pleasure. Trust me, I love it. It's like therapy to me. (laughs) Awesome, awesome. And if you guys don't know, can you share where they can find you? Find me and all my ratchetness, um, Instagram, Twitter. It's just Marina, M-A-R-I-N-A, double score, Parrick, P-E-R-I-C. Oof. (laughs) P-E-R-I-C there you go (laughs) well that's it for this week thanks for joining us let's keep the conversation going like comment and follow us on Instagram follow what the podcast directly at what the podcast and follow me at Cesar J. Rivera if you aren't already please subscribe to the show we're on iTunes Google Play Music, and SoundCloud. Also check us out at whatthepodcast.com where you can stream all the episodes on your desktop. Until next week.